Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Politicians are not idols. They are our servants. I have said it over and over again, and I will never tire of repeating it. The foundation of our political problems lies in the fact that most Filipinos have treated politicians like demigods. From this deadly fountain flow all the other ills that poison Philippine politics. It is from this that we cannot unite as a people. Partisan loyalties to opposing camps, whose leaders we have elevated to become idols, have constantly bred division. In the process, the political landscape has become a toxic minefield where blind loyalties coincide with blind hatred. Political fanaticism has become so infectious that it is no longer just the monopoly of one camp. We see the words diehard and loyalists being thrown around and owned as labels. And it is not just the supporters of former President Rodrigo Duterte and President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. who are guilty of this. The idolatry of the Aquino name, despite having metamorphosed from yellow to pink, continues to be in the DNA of the progressive sectors in academia, civil society and even in mass media. Political idolatry is the single biggest threat to our habitus which is traditionally founded on a sense of community that has been characterized by Filipino scholars as deeply valuing otherness, of upholding a sense of shared self, or capua. The relative weakness of our formal state institutions is compensated by the strength of our sense of community, which serves as our weapon against disintegration in times of political and natural crises. Sadly, the increasing divisiveness brought about by toxic political partisanship has eroded many relationships to the point that friends are unfriended, relatives are blocked, and kinship is torn apart simply because of political differences. Fortunately, not all is lost. Our sense of capua continues to assert itself. Many people with whom I'd had political differences during the last elections now approach me, and express their recognition of our differences as not things that should divide us. One avid follower of former Vice President Maria Leonor Robredo openly recognized my right to express myself, and even commended my fairness. Friends with whom I had serious political disagreements, many of whom even virtually unfriended me, continue to remain my friends, except for a few who simply cannot move on. These are evidence of the enduring presence of our sense of shared self, one that is threatened but cannot easily be erased. What is alarming, however, is the continued prevalence of partisan trolling on both sides of the political divide. I see friends who did not support President Marcos Jr., some of whom are in professions that preach the primacy of truth and fact-based evidence, who continue to look at him using a single-colored lens. For them, he simply can't do anything right, that he is an utter failure. They continue to dwell on the narrative that Robredo is an image of perfection. On the other hand, I see people, some of whom are even my relatives, who continue to worship Duterte and Marcos as if they cannot do anything wrong. These people continue to image Robredo as a hopeless dimwit, as if nothing is redeemable in her. All of these views are simply, and patently, not true. The only thing that changed is that Marcos loyalists and diehard Duterte supporters are now turning on each other and tearing each other apart in a visceral battle pitting blind against blind. Marcos loyalists are now in the habit of charging Duterte supporters as closet yellows, pinks or whatever color their confused minds can conjure, as long as it is something that they could bash and troll. They are now at war not only with their enemies but also with their former allies. And all of this toxicity emanates from the fact that we have allowed our political discourse to be dominated by idolatry that we seem unable to treat politicians not as gods but as our servants. One Marcos loyalist even had the gall to criticize me for appearing as a guest in what he perceived to be yellow media. Worse, 
he even expected me to defend the Marcoses blindly, as if I owed them the blind loyalty that he, and many others, accorded them. This is the problem with our politics. And this is infecting not only Marcos loyalists but partisans of all sides. Many see politics as a one-dimensional space where one has to take a side and cannot be unaligned. Thus, arguing, even on the basis of facts, can only be acceptable if it is consistent with their preferred narratives. One cannot push for a fair, nuanced and objective view of history, even of martial law and President Ferdinand E. Marcos Sr., without being accused of being a historical distortionist, even by partisan scholars who ironically command their students to be objective. Similarly, one cannot make a judgment of the acts of Duterte or Marcos on the basis of the letter of the law without being charged with being an enabler, even by partisan journalists whose profession is supposed to be fair and without bias. This happens because some have turned citizens into deadly pawns as we fight the battles for the politicians whose convenient truths we actively peddle and impose on others. We sacrifice our own authenticity and undermine our personal relations with family and friends. We have turned ourselves into instruments of politicians as they push their preferred narratives to enable their political ambitions, which we now unwittingly consider, albeit wrongly, as our own. We need to stop this. We have to turn the logic of politics around. We have to harness our enormous sense of community to rally around the people's interests and begin looking at politicians as our mere instruments, to which we should not accord our blind faith and loyalty. What they deserve is not our obedience, but our command. We have to impress on them that they should serve our interests. We have to turn politics into a transactional endeavor where we weigh politicians and discard them if we find them wanting and useless. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.